0: thanks for joining us on hearthcast episode number 223 for patch 5.4 our topic for this episode is legendary losers
1: and now from the excellence in podcast studios it's time for another episode
0: of hearthcast Face, and, I play a goblin hunter.
1: and this is Root and I play a Goblin Warlock. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up in episode number 223 of HearthCast, we're going to discuss some of the legendary losers in Hearthstone. Augmented reality in a TCG? You bet, and we've got the details for you. Ro from Realm Maintenance joins us for a round of HearthCast AOE. And stay tuned after the show for another installment of Aspect of the Daddy.
0: Oh, uh, freckleface! <laughs> hey, <Ruth. laughs> Hi. what is going on
1: with you this week in the world of Blizzard?
0: I my warlock is level seventy-seven now.
1: Malaria. Malaria. Yeah, that yes. always scares me when I get your status <laughs> updates. It still does to this still day. Does. Yeah, I'm malaria created. has reached level seventy-seven.
0: You'll panicked there. I do. Yeah.
1: I do. I'm like, did I get my shot? <laughs> do I need a shot? I'll take a shot. You know, malaria medication. True.
0: True. She's good though. I've gotten into this routine of just doing skinning and herbalism in between the dungeon finder. Okay. It, it's kinda not worth it to do quest. Um and she's actually the level where she could basically go around Pandaria and herb and level up that way.
1: Oh,
0: but the round that I'm on on that tune on Trollbane, it's so low pop that yeah. I can make so much money on getting the Lich King herbs. Oh, okay, you know, well that's they're cool. rare. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so
0: I've been doing that. Other than that, I haven't really done anything special. I mean, I, I have my three nineties that I've just been doing Ordo's and Celestials pretty regularly. I've tried out VEM, like Demonic Rick talked about last episode. Yes, it is pretty interesting. Now. He talked about her saying, you know, you need to move, you need to do whatever. I don't know if I don't have my settings right or what it is, but I can't understand her. (laughs) Because of, there's so much other noise going on. I hear her talking, I can't tell what she's saying.
2: Uh
0: I disabled the regular Deadly Boss mobs, which I know VEM kind of just is that, but enhanced. But I disabled that and disabled GTFO. To see if I could get by with just doing VEM.
1: Yeah, I completely uninstalled DBM and installed VEM.
0: Yeah. So far, I like it. Now, one thing I did notice is different in Ordo, so you know how people get this debuff on them where they're going to explode and they're going to damage everyone around them, right? Right, right, right. So, since I installed VEM, now I see these spears near Ooh. me, these green spears where their players are. If I'm too close to them and they have a debuff on them that damages other players, the old spear will turn red. Oh, wow. I back up a bit and now it's green. I know I'm safe.
1: I don't think I noticed that. You're talking about the, like, the rangefinder ones? Yeah. Okay.
0: It's But it, it auto pops up when, oh. the, when the Ordos does his debuff thing.
1: All right. I just noticed I got a skull in my head when I had it.
0: This is when other players have it though. Oh,
1: wow. Okay.
0: So you know, it helps you get away from them as well. So that was pretty cool. Um, Hearthstone, I'm doing my Paladin again this, this month to try to get ranked.
2: Yeah. You know, because, uh um,
0: basically your strategy is you have like your one good deck that you play ranked, and then you have other decks that you get your quest done with, and those you play casual mode. Oh, really? So you don't lower your rank on your, on your suboptimal decks. Oh. See?
1: Okay. I should start doing that then.
0: (laughs) So I had saved up some dust and got a really good weapon for the Paladin. So I'm going at it again, seeing how I can get. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with that. And uh, I don't know, there's something real new going on. I got the card back for the Fireside event.
1: Yeah, at our WoW meetup group.
0: And it wasn't even like an official Hearthstone meetup. It was just someone started posting like, you hey. It didn't you have bring... to be official. I know. It was like, hey, someone bring your iPads. And uh, you had yours, so you were nice enough to let me borrow yours. Yes. And yeah, And oddly enough, I got it on my first game.
1: Well, it carried over from your last games that messed up.
0: Yeah, so apparently he had registered two of the games, the last time, which doesn't make any sense. And it, but the other unfortunate thing is we had another member of the group who played about five different people, and never got her card back.
1: Right, and I did notice we that she still had the issue that I had before, where people weren't showing up as near me.
0: I so was neither. W- right. That's what I don't oh, understand. Okay, well. And the people that were playing her got their card got back. Got the card back, yeah. So why she didn't get it, oh. it's just it's so wonky and there's there's nothing anybody can do about it if they know that they legit should have it. No,
1: because I actually went through technical support and they said, just keep playing. Right. That was their answer. Right. Play more people. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she played several people and at one point I logged out of my account and made you log into yours and I was like playing against her as you just so she could have another person. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, still nothing, 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 nothing. So they need to work on that. But I was, I was happy to get the card back. Um, and yeah, how has your week been?
1: I played WoW Monopoly. Ooh, yeah, but we talked about that a couple weeks ago. That I had gotten it off of Amazon uh, for my, I think it was my birthday. I got it for, and we've, I came home on a Tuesday night and usually on a tuesday night it's going in you know it's i got my ordos i got my whole thing set up on tuesday night right right dinner's prep they know they know that I, I got i got the family train see <laughs> i come home dinner's ready which is awesome and the monopoly board is set up on the table oh so i was like oh i guess we're playing well WoW monopoly tonight and um You know what? I had a blast. Yeah? It was different on on so many different levels. Now, obviously, the game of Monopoly doesn't change. You know, things are still how you play Monopoly. That doesn't change at all. What was kind of cool about it was listening to the rest of the family try to pronounce some of the places, (laughs) you know, like, like Sythilis. All right, if you're not familiar with syphilis, that's a hard one to say the it bit stibust, st- 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 syphilis st- What? Syphilis? syphilis? Th- yeah right right mhm mm-hmm. uh, um, my daughter <laughs> had problems with like ice crown citadel she, she, citadel was a hard one for her for oh. some reason she was like kite kite ki chidal that ice thing <laughs> uh just
0: say i c c it's fine just right be
1: cool. just, yeah. <laughs> no it was was kind of neat is when you do um some of the, like the the treasure chest things you it shows you that you defeated certain characters. Nice. And you get gold. Now as the characters go back through the time of wow, the gold goes down. Like Illidan was like 10 gold. <laughs> <laughs> Lich King was like, you know, 20 gold or whatever. So it uh, uses gold as a denomination by uh-huh. the way. Um but then it was it was interesting my daughter was like, "Well, well how come that guy's only 10 gold?" I was like, "Well, that's because he was, you know, back in BC, you know, must <laughs> <What's> be BC exactly. <laughs> you know? And I was like, well, you know, it, it was just fun to you know tell people. I you know, I can take you and show you where these places right. are,
0: kind of get your family into your world a bit. Yeah,
1: and yeah. um, it was good. I I won. I should mention awesome. that. Yeah, because you're the dad. Well, no, it was a good game. Okay. It just, I got to the point where. I couldn't advance, I couldn't expand my properties anymore. You're allowed to build towns, and once you build your towns, that's like your houses. Okay. And once you get four towns, you can get a city, and then you're done.
0: All right.
1: So it's not like you can put multiple hotels on it. You get one city, Well.
0: You're, then you're done. Normal Monopoly, can you do multiple uh, hotels? I'm pretty sure you can
1: have multiple hotels on that. I think
0: that's kind of a bend of the rules, if you do.
1: No. I mean, yeah. No, I think you're allowed to multiple hotels. I don't think you are. All right, well, we'll see. We do play the house rule of free parking, where if, if anything says, you know, pay, you know, you land on this, pay this, or property tax, we put it in the middle, yeah. right? I got hit with that stupid property tax thing, you know, spend, you know, X amount for houses and X amount or towns, cities and towns, whatever it was, uh, or towns and cities. And so I was putting a lot of money into said free parking.
0: Oh.
1: I haven't landed on it twice, so I was just pretty much giving myself a loan. <laughs> Uh, so, it did get to a point where I could not expand my property more. And I was just like, right now, what? Oh. You know, and. Yeah. So, I didn't like that aspect because I've never really been there before in Monopoly where I could not, I had nothing to spend money on. So, I got to a point where I had nothing to spend money on. So, uh,
0: eh. yeah.
1: But it was an overall very fun experience. Highly recommend it to those people who like Monopoly and like, wow.
0: I'm just curious what the cards say, you know, the community chest and the chance ones.
1: Oh, they're fun. Yeah. They're fun. They're you know, you, you defeat people or uh
0: um is one of the penalty ones getting a repair bill if you're as yes. a plate wearer?
1: Yeah. Well it doesn't say plate wearer, plate wearer, but you do get repair bills. Oh okay. There are two. they're there's the ones that are in the cards. Uh huh. And then when you pass uh in Monopoly it's a tax thing. You pass right. go and you have you know, you have to play your this tax, that's your repair bill. <laughs> so, ah, I see. And yeah, you know it was it was it was good. I ended up with the equivalent of Park Place and Boardwalk, which is Stormwind and Orgamar. Ooh! And then the entire first row. So
0: it's, you know, but those don't go together.
1: What what don't? Capital cities: Stormwind and Board, uh, the Stormwind and Orgrimmar.
0: Yeah, they're both capital cities. But the whole point of the property is to get similar properties. Yeah. So monopolizing a plot.
1: Yeah, I know. Am don't, I thinking
0: too sh- hard? Shh. Sh- I-
1: Cord Motorcycle One <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I know. I get what you're saying, because all the other ones are, you know, legit yeah. places in the same area, the sub zones of zones. Uh so but you know, coming up pretty soon, I guess we the to lend it to you and uh and Canon face so you guys can play. It's got really cool little pewter pieces of stuff like Doomhammer and
2: Ooh. Yeah,
1: those look really cool. They did really good job. There's Courthound, the two heads. <gasps> There is oh, a Murloc. Oh. There's one Murloc. Uh, there is like a Blingtron. There is a uh, a foot a shoe with wings on it. No, I don't know what the, what that is. I don't know. Uh, there's a Hearthstone. I was I, that's what I was. Go figure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's cool.
1: Yeah, it was fun overall. What else is going on? Oh, um, new mount came out. I don't know if you saw that. The it uh, did. Warforged Nightmare and
0: i saw them launch her i was like you got that mount already yep. <laughs>
1: it, you know so i told a buddy of mine the next day that i had gotten that and uh, he just said you know you might as well just give blizzard your wallet
0: yeah i <laughs> do have your wallet <laughs>
1: and i was like they already got it what are you and the people that meet up are the same way like you bought that yeah what's cool
0: well, it was upsetting people because it said party enabled.
1: Yeah, it was a little misleading in the the title.
0: And that people thought, oh, you can, it, it's like a passenger mount, only better. You can take your whole party on it. Yeah, I did think Not the thing was so. to get it, like,
1: longer, like a long cat, like, a, like its back would expand <laughs> up to 25 people or something. <laughs>
0: That'd be cool. <laughs> now, but what it is, it's an item that you put down. Anybody in your party can use it, and it works kind of like... The reindeers, I don't know if you've used those, but like the reindeer, uh, Christmas time, you basically just have a buff that says your mountain's is going to be a reindeer. It doesn't matter what you summon. Right. It will turn into reindeer. It's the same thing as Warforged Nightmare.
1: Yeah, what you get, you get two things. You get the mount, and then you get the hitching post. And that hitching post is a separate item that sits in your bag, which, hello, Blizzard, we have a bag issue already. Don't give me more <laughs> stuff from my bag. Yeah.
0: Um, well, it'll probably be in the toy box Hopefully, it's in the toy box. Yeah.
1: But what you do is you're allowed to click that, and it drops a, a hitching post. Now, what was weird is when I got it, because I got the mountain, I didn't realize it was two separate things. Uh-huh. So I'm running around timeless Isle, and I'm like, I know this does something. So I'm reading about it, and I read, "It's like, oh, it's another thing." They they send. You. So I run back on the timeless Isle to the little male guy who's uh, at the square um, by the Celestials,
0: right, like way over in the
1: corner. And I get the thing and I click it by accident. Well, not by accident. I was I meant to click it, but I wasn't thinking it was going to drop it right there. And so it dropped it like right next to the guy. And so it looked like it was supposed to be there?
0: Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: so then you showed up. I'm like, it's right there by the male guy.
0: Right. <laughs> you know? but then, I, had, I had fun with it.
1: Yeah, because it does this really cool animation when you hit the space bar. Right. It, it like rears up, up, in some up, twirls, and it, yeah, it does yeah. a pirouette. Like that's totally Warforged. <laughs> I feel hardcore. <laughs> now the video they have on the website looks awesome when it yeah. does that because they slow mo slow mo it down a little right. bit and but I like it. One of the things I like about it is how it flies. It just runs in the sky, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's what I want. I want a buff or, or, or potion or whatever for all my mounts to be able to do that. Just run in the sky as opposed to flying.
0: Oh, you mean you want to take like your regular horses
1: or turtles? I want flying mm-hmm. turtles. Instead of giving me, cool.
0: you just, yeah, just give me like a
1: little buff. Let me sprinkle it on my mount. And I brood mean, brood brood.
0: You're, yeah, you already got the celestial steed and the headless horseman mount. Those things just run in the sky too. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that, yeah,
1: just I've asked for that before. That's that's been a past table hey, is, but they kind of yeah. reinforced it when I saw that guy running. I was like, that's what I want, right? But the red things are cool. though. fire yeah. things coming—that's cool. What else is going on? I got in the alpha, but we'll talk about that uh, up here once um once you get in. I know you are on the way. Uh, I got mine a little a uh, little early. And I and I'll say this. Um I hope things change. I I really and I'm sure they will, but I hope things change. I hope things happen at a slower pace once uh release finally does come around than what they're hap- what how things are paced and how fast things seem to be happening in the alpha. I hope that when the final release comes around, that there are some things that happen at a slower pace. Okay. So I'll leave it at that for now. And uh, once you get it and get into it, we'll get into some discussion about our thoughts and opinions on the alpha.
0: We have two whispers this week. The first one is from Aleon, and he says, Hey guys, was listening to your episode about the book. War crimes, and I just wanted to point out that Verisa Windrunner is a high elf, not a night elf, as you repeatedly said in your episode.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for paying attention. Um, it's harder to tell with her eyes, though. You know.
0: Well, yeah, she she does have the the light skin though, and a. Uh...
1: But it wasn't a book. <laughs> it wasn't a book, I
0: know. Sorry. <laughs> just... <laughs> Yes, yeah, she she is a high elf. Her sister is an undead elf. Sylvanus. So thank you for that, Eleon. Our next email is from Kristen and she says, Thanks for the vendor tip on the podcast. I made three hundred gold today just by buying items on the auction house and vendoring them for more.
1: That is one of my favorite favorite things to do. Love it. I just it it just gives me giggles when when I find stuff that vendors for more than it sells for on the auction house? Yeah. Because people just either clearing out or... Now, see, I've seen sometimes when I use the remote auction house that when I put something up, it gives me like a median price that is going on on the servers. And I go, wow, that, I think that sells for more. And then I'll go look on, you know, Wow Auction or other websites and go, yeah, that sells for more to the vendor.
0: Yeah, it's kind of tricky because there's a lot of trade goods that are from the older content that I think what happens is people get kind of nostalgic and they're running through a lower level character and they get the stuff that used to be worth a lot, right? And it's kind of hard to think that that is just vendor trash now and it used to be so prized. But
1: it's purple.
0: And it's purple. But then they go to put it up and they end up pricing it competitively and the competitive price ends up being less than the vendor price i think people just don't think about it especially if you don't have an add-on to you know poke you and be like hey you're selling this for less than it's vendor ford vendor ford vendor ford (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's kind of easy mistake to make sure and um one that the rest of us can make bank off of
1: yeah and and uh, that's one of my favorite things to do um you have to have a little bit of time to research it, but you know it's it's good, dude. It. And I'm glad Chris and you were able to get the 300 gold on that flip. That is purely epic. So continue to do that. And hey, while you're on your server running around, you can go get the the patterns for the tuxedos. Those are still selling really well. <laughs> I laugh because I spend 75 silver and make over 100 gold on a, on just regular Ooh. basis. So it's like a daily quest for me. So. <laughs>
0: Legendary Losers of Hearthstone
1: Everyone wants the legendary cards in Hearthstone, and while many of them are fear-inducing like Deathwing, or awe-inspiring like Alexstrasza, many of the characters of the legendary card have a legacy that is less than legendary.
0: For example, I'll Acre, the Windlord. It's over in the Throne of the Four Winds, in wow... He is the weakest of the four elemental lords, and according to the flavor text in Hearthstone, and the other three don't let him forget it.
1: Yeah, I'll call him the weakling. Yeah, you are the weakest link.
0: He is of that raid. Of the yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> So when, when you hover over that card, that's what it tells you. Yes. It says, oh yeah,
0: there's there's some hilarious flavor text in uh in Hearthstone. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, I never look at it. Some, you should. It's entertaining. Be- Probably telling a lot about what the card the players are playing are too, right?
0: No, it doesn't. It doesn't tell you anything about how to use the card or anything. That actually helping the game It's just funny. Oh well, yeah. there you go. Archmage Antonitus. Now and wow, he he is actually pretty legendary. He was Jane's mentor. He was killed by the Lich King and the Scourge invasion of Dalaran. But the flavor text in Hearthstone it says this was a big step up from being the Grand Magus of Jelly Donuts. <laughs> And the really only reason why I mentioned this guy is just so I can ask you. Yeah. How do you make a dollar in float?
1: Oh man, uh, I'm pretty sure this is some kind of a Lich King joke. <laughs> but go ahead.
0: One scoop of ice cream, one scoop of dollar and... That's the oh, joke. I that's... didn't write it. I oh. know it's pretty bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Waiting for the punchline. Wait.
0: Just saying. That's it. Because it floats.
1: Well, I know it floats.
0: Yeah, but it's also like an ice cream float if you add ice cream to it.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I expected more. <laughs> I <know. laughs> Please tell me the jokes get better. There's
0: okay, there's, there's, here's a better <laughs> one. Here's a better right. one. Baron Geddon. Baron Geddon was Ragnaros' foremost lieutenant until he got Fired.
1: Ah, uh, Ah, uh, uh, uh-huh. Ragnaros, uh-huh. yeah, fire, uh-huh. fire, firelands. Fire I was told there'd be
0: jokes <laughs> Wait, waiting on the jokes. Circle face. That's all I got. That's it. That's, that's all oh. my. That's all my punchline ones.
1: Wow. Well, thanks for listening to another episode. <laughs> no, oh, no, we still got no, more. No, no. Okay.
0: All right. Now, so continuing on our line of losers, Captain Greenskin. Now, he was this elite goblin in the Dead Mines. He was the goblin captain employed by Edwin Van Cleef. So his first mate was Mr. Smite. The cook was Cookie. He's not there anymore. He's gone with the cataclysm.
1: Oh.
0: And... His card text says that he was this close to piloting a massive juggernaut into Stormwind Harbor. If it weren't for those pesky kids. Hmm. Which was, as we know, a Goonies reference. Yeah, you nice. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got Hogger. 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 I mean, the guy's... He's one of those ones that people will make these like 40 man level one raids to go attack. Yeah,
2: I know. <laughs> this it's
0: level awesome. 11 elite over in Owen uh, Forest. You used to kill him, and now you fight him, and then he comes and gets arrested and gets thrown in the stockade. Oh. And then you fight in the stockade a few levels later. So if you kill him, it's because he let you. I see. Now, our next loser isn't even in the actual game World of Warcraft. What? This is Leroy Jenkins. Oh. Comes from a viral video about a guy who caused an Onyxia wipe.
1: Clearly staged and set up video.
0: Well, sure, but viral nonetheless. So, supposedly the worst player in the history of Warcraft got his own legendary card in Hearthstone, so...
1: What's the flavor tax say on it or anything?
0: Uh, it says at least he has Angry Chicken. Which Angry Chicken is is, a, is a, another card. Oh. It's kind of a weird card. It costs one. It's a it's a one one. And when he enrages, he gets like plus three or five attack. I don't like that card because he's only got one health. And in rage, you have to take damage. So it means you got to like put him down somehow get his health up and then damage him and then you get the, yeah. the attack boost It's yeah, like it's weird. too much. That's weird. some people use it successfully, but I think it's kind of Yeah, but.
1: but good on old Leroy. And apparently uh he uh when when he summons whelps, doesn't he?
0: He does summon whelps, so the card is um it's kinda of interesting play. It's a, it's a charge, which means you don't have to wait the next turn to be able to hit. He hits for six, he only has two health. Whoa. But then he gives the opponent two whelps that are 1-1. So if you don't play it correctly, you only get one hit with it, and then your enemy can take him down with the cards that you gave them.
1: You give your opponent whelps? Yeah. Well, good is that.
0: Well, the way I've used it, um, we use it at the end of the game, and you put a buff on it. Like you put him in Paladin deck, you can uh, put him down, either put plus four, plus four on it, or a double attack. And so then if they got about 10 or so health, you know, put him down, buff him up, hit him, and then they don't have another turn to take him out. Oh, down. so giving him the whelps doesn't
1: matter. Okay. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Yeah,
0: I know how to play him right. And oh, Millhouse, Man of Storm. Do you remember that guy from Stone Core? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's been in other places too.
0: Well, now he's in the Brawler's Guild. Right. Yeah. On the Alliance side. And he says, I'm going to light you up, sweet cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Nat Pagel, legendary card.
1: I'm still working on that rep.
0: Yeah, it says he invented the Auto Angler 3000. I don't really know how he had time to invent stuff. It seems like he just sits around and drinks.
1: (laughs) He's just sitting in his boat. What's he doing? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's he's sketching stuff up in that notebook of his.
0: I guess so. I guess that's why you only get an extra card 50% of the time. Oh, well. Yeah. There you go. The other time he's drinking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the Black Knight, just a really good card. But do you remember the Black Knight quest in Ice Crown, the Argent Tournament back in the day?
1: Oh my goodness, yes! yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. Whoa.
0: He was sent to disrupt the, uh, the Argent tournament. From y- yeah. Yeah.
1: D- he didn't do so good. In no, that. he didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: As his card text says, oh. we can pretty much mark that a failure. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> so that's why he's here that's in this place. <laughs> that didn't go so well for him.
0: Oh, and the last one, Tinkmaster over Spark. This guy does gnomish engineering. Um, he's over in Ironforge. And he sells a recipe or trains a recipe for the mechanical squirrel. And what he does in the game is transforms another random minion into a 5-5 five, five sore or 1-1 one, one Squirrel.
1: Random as in yours or your opponent's or, or any random any one? Any random one. Any random one. Okay. Yeah,
0: so that's like a double random. Because it's a random which one he's going to pick. And it's a random, is he going to turn into something powerful or something Yeah. weak? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's true. I don't know that I can deal with that. I think it's just too too much randomness for me.
1: Too much randomness?
0: A little bit. Yeah.
1: You know what else is random? What? Twinkies. <laughs> Told you. Very true. <laughs> so what's his flavor text?
0: Tinkmaster over Spark nearly lost his Tinker's license after the Great Ironforge Squirrel Stampede of 09.
1: Yeah, random. 5-5 Devil's Sword or 1-1 Squirrel. I don't... Yeah. yeah. It's just weird. I like it, though. I like it, though. You know, there are characters in, in Warcraft lore... That are known for their failures, their ineptitude, their inability to get things done, or other less than stellar reasons. And we love these legendary losers and are very happy to see their losing legacy continued in another Blizzard title. We're so glad Blizzard is making sure we never forget the grand scale of failure these almost heroes have achieved. And we at HearthCast hope that you've enjoyed this little foray into fantastic failures.
3: In gaming headlines this week...
1: Frackleface, I got to tell you, I am super, super excited and super, super stoked about what I am about to share with you. Oh, what? Augmented reality. You've heard of this, right? Basically, sure. it's where you take a computer of any kind and you incorporate some kind of video element with it, like a webcam or something, and then you throw elements into that webcam. A lot of times you see augmented reality on advertisements where mm-hmm. they'll tell you, hey, point your cell phone at this picture. And when you point yourself into the picture, something happens. Like it, it becomes 3D. It jumps out at you. Something happens with that. Augmented reality is being used uh, on devices like if you hold your camera up on, on streets. like I think they do it in Europe somewhere. If you hold your camera up, uh, your cell phone camera, and you're looking around the street, it'll pop up with what what the locations are, what's in this store, there's different things. You make reservations. so All this stuff about what we see as our reality can become augmented and or improved upon. Trading card games are now experiencing augmented reality. Drakers, which is D R A K E R Z dot com, Drakers dot com. It is blending TCG trading card game with augmented reality. Think Pokemon cards. Okay. All right. Except different. So, now what's happening is you can get these cards. You can order these cards. There's a Kickstarter project going on. You can order these cards. And when you incorporate your webcam and their software with these cards, you kind of point, you know, you have your card on your desk. You have your webcam pointed down at your card. You play the card onto your playing field, and your card comes to life. So, the monster that's on the card or the Drake that's on this card springs forth from the card in three dimensions. And when you do your battling with it, it battles on your desktop. You know, you're looking at it on your computer screen, but you see your desk. And you're doing battle. From their press release here, Draker's Confrontation is an online game where players from around the world embody Drakers, writers of Dracos. Alongside these mythical creatures, half Dragon, half Chimera, players compete in epic duels to inscribe their name in the legend of Oranus, the Dream World. Draker's Confrontation is the first ever tactical card game in an augmented reality for PC. Most other TCGs are played with either virtual cards or with real cards, like the paper ones. In Jakers Confrontations, you get to enjoy the best of both gaming experiences. By playing with your real premium cards, you experience new sensations halfway between those of a board game and those of a tactical card game. Point scoring and card cost is entirely managed by the computer, Allowing you to concentrate on what's essential, combat. Now, you got to check out the videos these guys have up. Check out YouTube. Check out their Kickstarter project. They've got a fantastic amount of videos that are on here. This thing is legit. It is real. It is here. It is available on Steam now. You can go get it. You don't necessarily have to have the cards to play. You can play just the the electronic version. Now, you're going to miss out on the augmented reality portion. But you can get a, a good feel of how the cards work. When you get your cards in, the actual physical paper cards, that's when the fun actually begins. That's when you put these things down on your desktop. They spring to life. It just looks fantastic. I'm a little scared because I didn't think that I would like Hearthstone as much as I do.
0: Mm. So you nervous you're going to really like this
1: one? I'm nervous about this because the biggest thing in Hearthstone that keeps me playing Hearthstone is I don't have to do math. It does it for me. Now, I know if I can see, like, I can do five damage and this is going to do, you know, he's only got four hit points, that just means I win. I can do the basic math. Oh, okay. But I don't have to do the complex math of, you know, adding a bonus to my character or bust, or, or boosting this or, or, or flexing that. You know, all that's handled by Hearthstone. All that's handled by the computer. In games like Pokemon or other games, when you play a card that buffs your character, you now think, go, okay... Uh, this card busts my character by five, so that means that my attack power is seventeen, and that means I could do this much damage. But you're blocking him now. I get okay. I, I don't do that math. You know, I I just don't.
0: Well, you make mistakes, and then or your opponent makes a mistake, and then they're you're not like, purposely cheating. You're like yeah, I can add yeah. up AOE,
1: all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not doing this 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 fast math that happens in these card games. With Drakers. It does that for you. And that to me is a big draw. And the fact that it's AR is a huge draw for the geek in me. I really like that aspect of it. Like I mentioned, you can go check out their Kickstarter page. If you go to drakers.com, drakersz.com, uh, there is a link to their Kickstarter project. So the, and the cool thing about the Kickstarter project is if you get involved with it now, you can get their uh, the card decks cheaper than what they're going to be when it comes around. So even if you're not going to play this game, check out their videos because it is really, really cool what they're doing. The technology that is available to us now, it just gets me super excited for the future.
3: This is Battle Panda from Open Raid and you're listening to HearthCast.
1: FrackleFace, there is something we have not done in quite a long time. We have not had a round of AoE with Ro from Realm Maintenance.
0: That's true. It's been a while. It
1: has. Way too long. Way too long. And as I recall, and if I do my math right, he is approaching episode number 100. So I think that for episode number 223, it would be fantastic for us to have none other than Ro from Realm Maintenance on to play round
3: of AOE. Ro, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for inviting me back to the show. I appreciate it. It's good to talk to you guys again.
1: Likewise, likewise. Man, 100 episodes. Isn't that crazy how, how fast time just flies by?
3: It really did go fast. It's also crazy to think that since for a majority of the shows I've interviewed a different podcast each week, it, you just got to consider how many podcasts have I now interviewed? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with 100. Uh, I it, it's close to that. There's a few episodes where we did a couple extra ones on the longer episodes and stuff, but yeah, it, it's it's a crazy number and the funny thing is there's still probably about a dozen WoW podcasts I haven't yet interviewed, so At and there'll probably week. be a half a dozen more before Warlords of Granor War comes exactly. out. That's exactly. True. Now's the time
1: they're all gonna start ramping up. Once Warlords hits. there's gonna be a lot of new podcasts. That's that's typically what happens. So
3: everyone's bored of playing WoW, so now they just want to talk about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Reminisce about the old times. Right. All right, so we got a very important question for you, sir. Who
3: are you gonna challenge in this episode's round of AOE? Well, I I think the answer to that one's pretty obvious since uh, I challenged you last time, if I recall, and we know how that turned out, so we we might as well (laughs) see how the other half of the game plays. Let's go ahead and play against Freckleface.
1: Outstanding, sir. Well, one moment as we beam her out of the studio. Get ready to play HearthCast AOE, the game where you don't have to be exactly right to win. Here are the rules. Caller, you go first. Players get two points for being closer to the right answer, and four points for being exactly right. If both players' answers are the same, the players split the points. In the event of a tie, we go to the time card. The player with the fastest time wins. Your time starts now. On the Timeless Isle, what level is Leafminder? 92. Question number two. What is the drop rate percent of the ruby droplet from Garnia? One half of a percent. Question number three. How many timeless coins do the reins of the heavenly golden cloud serpent cost? 100,000. Question number four. How many timeless coins does the harmonious porcupet cost?
3: Ah, uh, uh thirty
1: thousand. And your last question: How many rares are required to be defeated for the achievement "Timeless Champion"?
3: Eighteen.
1: In time, woo! Very good time there. That was good. I'm going to go grab Freck and beam
3: her right back on in. How'd you do? I did really good on a couple, but on a couple of the other ones, I think you have a really good shot.
0: Mm.
3: These are good. Okay. These are all about the Timeless Isle, Freck, by the way. Timeless
0: Isle, all right.
3: Place
1: you're familiar with? All these answers, by the way, do come from WoW Wiki. That's uh, that's my my plausible deniability. Disclaimer? Yeah. Uh All right, Freck, uh, your time starts now. On the Timeless Isle, what level is Leaf mender?
0: 92.
1: Question number two. What is the drop rate percent of the ruby droplet from Garnia?
0: Three. Percent.
1: Question number three. How many timeless coins do the reins of the heavenly golden cloud serpent cost?
0: 100,000.
1: Question number four. How many timeless coins does a harmonious porcupet cost?
0: 7,500.
1: And your last question is How many rares are required to be defeated for the achievement Timeless Champion?
0: Uh. 15?
1: And time. Wow. Mm.
3: <laughs> 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 and roll laughs. Uh. Wow. <laughs> I'm not saying anything yet. All I'll, I'll simply say is in in the fractions of a second in between me answering questions and you answering questions, uh, I, I did a little fact checking on what I said and uh, oh. should be an interesting result. <laughs> All right, you guys ready for some answers here? Sure.
1: All these questions again came from wow wiki. I asked you guys on the time Isle: What level is leaf mender You said 92. Freckle face. You also said 92. Not bad. Not bad. Leaf 91.
0: Oh, so close. You
1: guys both split that one there. Question number two. I said, what is the drop rate percent of the ruby droplet from Garnia?
0: I have that. (laughs) (laughs) Do I get a point for having it? No. Oh.
1: Ro, you said 0.5%. Freck, you said 3%. The correct answer is
3: 3%. Ooh, it sure felt like a half of a percent. Yeah, <laughs> I, I ended up having someone give me one because oh, I wow. tried camping that thing a hundred times and never saw it drop.
1: Question number three. I said, how many Thomas coins do the reins of the heavenly golden cloud serpent cost? You both said 100,000, which is the correct answer. 100,000 right. gold Ooh. coins. Follow that up by asking you guys how many Thomas coins does the Harmonious Porcupine cost? Ro, you said 30K. Freck, you said 75K. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I said... 7,500.
3: 7,500. She did say 7,500. Oh, you did say 7,500.
1: Yes, I did. Oh, wow. Wow. That changes things right there. Hang okay. On, man. Does. It yeah, does.
3: It does. I, <laughs> b- b- when she said 7,500, I, alre- I was like, oh, she, she nailed that one.
0: <laughs> I stare at those vendors and I want something.
3: It is 7,500.
0: Awesome.
3: You are
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> And the last question I ask you guys is, how many rares are required to be defeated to get the achievement, the Timeless Champion? Ro you said 18. Freckleface, you said 15. I
0: was guessing.
1: The correct answer is 31. Ro being closer. Uh, the score for this uh, uh, round of AoE, Ro chimed in with a total of five points. Freckleface, you chimed in with a total of
3: 11 points. Woo! Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> Lesson learned. (laughs) Always play Root.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you did do heroic mode. You know, you had easy mode last time.
0: No, what it is is like he's asking about things that I stared at longingly for a long time before I got. When I first Mm -hmm. got to the time I saw one of that porcupine, so I'd go to the vendor every single time and see if I had enough coins. So I memorized that number. The same thing with the Ruby Droplet. I kept on going to ahead. What's the drop rate on that? What's the drop rate on that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I will admit that I bought the Harmonious Porcupine off the auction house, which would be why I wasn't so focused on what its oh. actual cost was. So nice. you got
1: me there. So episode number 100, Ro, what is going on over there at Realm Maintenance?
3: Well, on episode 100, so Realm Maintenance has always been about telling people about other WoW podcasts, and now it's also including other Blizzard podcasts as well. And instead of doing one interview for this show, I've decided to do something insane and do nearly 60. That's
0: hmm. 11 and- interviews.
3: Now this would be an eight or nine hour long show if I included every single interview And I don't think anyone wants that, even the most hardcore podcast listeners So from all these interviews, I'm spending the next week and a half or so Editing these interviews I did and taking one or two questions from each person Kind of putting a montage together And uh, Freckleface, in fact, uh, is going to be heard on episode 100 as well
2: Yeah,
0: thanks for having me on for that, that was a lot of fun recording that
3: Oh no problem i it's it's been a real blast, like just doing so many interviews in such a short period of time, and you know I asked for the most part the same kind of questions to most of the podcasters I talked to, and a lot of people gave similar answers on some things but i'm I'm hoping to pick out the ones that kind of you know stuck out you know sounded a little bit different and uh gonna showcase those uh and yeah, it's going to be a very interesting show. It's definitely going to be a longer than usual show. Most people expect like half an hour, forty minutes for my show. This one's probably going to clock in at two hours, give or take a half hour. So, uh, yeah, uh, it will keep you occupied for a few days of driving to work. <laughs> but you know, for episode one hundred, that's fine. Those are expected to, for you know those those
1: milestone episodes. You know, your your timetable just goes out the window. You can do whatever you want.
3: Yep, and also I had a listener to the show uh, just email me a treasure trove of TCG loot codes, and oh. I haven't decided. I haven't decided exactly yet how I'm going to give those away, but they will be given away on the show in some form or another. So uh, if you guys love your TCG loot, whether it's like an Eye of the Legion or Gust and Grimoire, there's a ton of other stuff. Uh, stay tuned; you might win some loot. Awesome. So tell people that don't know how to get a hold of you on the internet. Sure. They can find my personal Twitter at Rowow. That's R-H-O-W-O-W. Uh, you can also find the Twitter for the podcast for Realm Maintenance at Realm Podcast. You can find the Realm Maintenance Podcast at realm-maintenance.com. And I am also heard on a few other podcasts because uh, apparently I love podcasts way too much. Uh, You can hear me on All Things Azeroth, Flex Mode, which is a WoW podcast about lore that doesn't exist. It's kind of like Whose Line Is It Anyway meets WoW lore. It's it's crazy stuff. And uh, finally, I just uh joined as a co-host for a heroes of the storm podcast called prepare for combat which you can Ooh. find on twitter at prepare for combat with the the number four instead of the word for so yeah I, i've been keeping myself pretty darn busy in podcast land outstanding man that is awesome to hear yep and uh, again guys i thank you for having me on the show and you know i I never really did get to to congratulate you really directly and personally when you hit 200, but you guys have had you know a very very long standing podcast, and it's one that I try to listen to on a frequent basis. I I love the angle that you guys take with it, and uh, you bring up a lot of different interesting topics every week. It's not always the same kind of newsy stuff that you hear on a majority of shows, even a couple of the ones I do. (laughs) I I just really appreciate the variety that you bring to the show. So uh, again, thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you so much. And congratulations on your upcoming 100. I am looking very much forward to hearing that.
3: Thank you. I'm very excited about it myself. Well, folks, that about
1: does it for episode number 223 of Hearthcats with Legendary Losers of Hearthstone.
0: And don't forget, this Saturday, the 21st, starts the Midsummer Fire Festival. Is that the juggling thing? It, that is part of it, but there's a little bit more to it than that. There's lots of different quests and dailies, and then there's the the dungeon that you can do. Oh. Yeah. okay.
3: So. Yeah,
1: holiday boss I'm into. Right. Juggling sticks, not so much. Right. Maybe you'll try it this year and see your shadows. Ooh. That's like the groundhog quest for you, because you can see your shadows one time.
0: Yeah, with my video card. Yeah. Yeah. That was making it tough. People
1: were like, just look at the shadows. What shadows? <laughs> I don't see any shadows.
0: Well, this is the holiday that had the uh the ice stone is melted.
2: <laughs> I remember that bug. <laughs>
0: I was watching a video on YouTube about like the top glitches in WoW, and they mentioned that apparently there was like T-shirts made. <laughs> <kinds> <laughs>
1: the ice stone so, has melted. <laughs> it's like every twenty minutes I came on.
0: It was more frequently than that. And every single person heard it. Yeah, that was like,
1: <laughs> that was insane. I remember those was days. Very annoying. Wow.
0: Uh, and if you like to play a round of HearthCast AOE like Roe did today, just let us know. It only takes about 20 minutes of your time, um, usually between about 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern time on any given Thursday. And remember, you don't have to be exactly right to win.
1: I want to give some special shout-outs to all of our friends and followers on Twitter and Facebook. I had a lot of great conversations again this week on, on Twitter, uh, primarily because I posted a picture of my feet from the beach.
0: Yeah, yeah When the, you're one <laughs> of those people. <laughs>
1: What do you mean, one of those people?
0: That's a thing to take a picture of your feet when you're on vacation. Is it? When you're at the beach or by the pool, yeah.
1: I did not know this.
0: See, you're trendy. You didn't even know wow. it
1: <laughs> Man, that's, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. That's, wow. <laughs> I just figured to take a picture of my feet. Nothing else to take a picture of. Folks, just a quick uh, reminder to follow Row. that is R H O WOW, Row WOW on Twitter. He's got his 100th episode coming up, and he's going to be giving away a lot of stuff. TCG loot cards, he mentioned, and I'm sure that's just the tip of the iceberg for his 100th episode. So go show Rose some love, give him some follows, and you never know, you may win something from his loot card deck. And as we close this show, we want to thank all of you for listening.
0: You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to podcast at hearthcast.com. You can tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root at hearthcastroot. You can like our Facebook page or even send us a voice message on hearthcast.com using SpeakPipe, no registration or installation required.
1: A big thank you to our friends over to OpenRead for everything they do. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root.
0: And freckleface
1: For HearthCast.com. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Hello, everybody. It's Broadway Blues with another episode of Aspect of the Daddy, where I talk about technology, toddlers, and Tylenol. Father's Day was yesterday, and I had a real nice Father's Day. I was made breakfast, which consisted of toast and eggs, with uh, about half a pound of butter on each slice of toast, (laughs) which was great. But today, instead of talking about... um, apps or technology, I just wanted to remind everyone out there, all the parents out there, that um, the most important thing that you can ever spend on your children is your time. Um, Kids love when you spend time with them, and to them it's the most valuable thing, and that's where all the memories are made. So you can throw iPads and Macs and Android phones and games and... All sorts of things at them all day long, but at the end of the day, what they really want is your time. So make a point to get down on the floor with them, talk about what's going on with them, play with them, get in their little imaginary world. Um, last night, we were, I had my feet up on the coffee table, and he's, Caleb said, Look, a bridge. So I became a human bridge for a little while. It was great. Uh, I'm not claiming to be the best parent in the world by any means, but uh, just wanted to throw that out there, that in our world of technology and screens, that a good old-fashioned time outside throwing a ball around is probably the best thing you can do with your kids. If you agree or disagree, send me an email, john at aspectofthedaddy.com. Website is aspectofthedaddy.com. I'm on Twitter, at BroadwayBlues. This is episode 13 of Aspect of the Daddy. Big Thanks to Root and Freckleface for hosting my little segment each week, and I'll look forward to doing some more. So, peace.